and we're live. You okay? I'm well. Good. Doing, I'm good. Welcome along to the Serious James podcast with myself and my uh, my oldest and dearest friend, Peter Hall. It's a pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. <laughs> this is like the first time I've done a real professional intro and it's not been some sort of dick yeah. joke or... Yeah, well, I was looking forward to whatever name you gave me this week. Uh, oldest and dearest, I'm giving you. It's been uh, 15 years of friendship this year. How's my uh, audio? Good. Yeah, it's good. Well, it's as normal as it is every week. Just the same level of normal. Just the same level of normal. Yeah, how's normal, your week been? Normal level. Have you uh, done anything interesting? Um, little working. Uh, you know what? Watching my shows and all that. Quarantine life. Yeah. Met up with uh, my oldest and dearest. <laughs> we did. We went for a beer on Saturday. That was good. Oh no! Sorry, I went out with someone. Ah, else. you son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we met up for a, a beverage, cheeky little beverage. Yeah, under the guise of taking the kid for a stroll. Yeah, took Noah out in the pram. Yeah, no, Noah wants to go to Talbot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and within sort of five minutes, he was asleep. So um, worked a charm. I, I saw the uh, notorious MOG on the way over to your house. <laughs> he did, yeah. And uh, Moggy, if you're listening, shout out to Moggy. I don't, I, I don't, I got, I don't know if it's just like a blokey thing, you know, where because he was like, "You're right," and I went, "You're right." How you doing? And he, he just said, "Yep." And I was like, "So that is either I don't know Moggy very well. That's either just his vibe, and that's that's all two men need to say to each other, or he's upset about." being called uh, Golly Mug in last week's episode. It might also be the fact that he probably doesn't recognise you. Well, no, he, he said, all right, Peter. Oh, did he? Oh, very um, Also, so what happened, tends to happen with me as well when I see someone that I know or there's this weird thing, I don't, like, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it much on your show, but um, you might be able to hear that my voice, I sound like a smoke 50 a day, right? Yeah, yeah. And the reason for that is that I... Uh, had an injury to my voice box really my throat over, just over a year ago now um just sort of play fighting for lack of a better word but ju- with, with a guy that does jujitsu right and uh so i've just like crushed my voice just like i i injured my voice so um you know for a few weeks i couldn't speak and then it's just been getting so it got better for a few months and then it's just sort of plateaued it's just leveled out but um um, amongst other, um, you know, ramifications, I must now uh, just accept, which is like not being able to sort of sing the most rudimentary of tunes. Like I can't even do "Happy Birthday" anymore. Oh, that's very. You know, I, can't, sad. I can't can't speak at length very well either. You know, like after an hour or so, it's like I've got to wrap it up, which is very convenient for a podcast. They've got a perfect excuse. To- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I've got. Another... I've, I've really got to go, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's because of the incident. <laughs> um, That'd be great on work calls as well, that wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, the doctor says that you all sorry. Have to fuck off now. Sorry, guys. I can only do ten minutes. It's really bad. <laughs> but what one of the other effects that I came to discover is that I, I can't really raise my voice, and you'd be surprised how much 
you have to raise your voice. Like you, if you ask someone, when do you raise your voice, they'll just sort of think about when they're really shouting and then they'll just assume that they're talking the rest of the time. But if you're outside, you're basically re- really raising your voice compared to the volume you'd speak at in yeah. your house. So if, I see, if I'm talking to like someone in a shop, just trying to get my point across to the guy over the counter at the noodle bar or whatever, or, you know, Moggy across the road doing his car. It, re- it really comes out ridiculous, my voice. I'm like, oh, so, so, yeah, I just have to, like, give up having to, <laughs> having to conversate with people. Like, I used to love just, like, shouting across the road, like, what you been up to, kid? But I can't really do it anymore. I guess that's even worse now with masks. Because like I find like I really struggle now with a mask on. Yeah. To have a conversation with someone who's also got a mask on. Yeah. So I guess it must be it's, worse that your it's voice funny. is shit anyway. I, I don't know if you'll have noticed, um, say maybe when you're watching back your appearances on um when you've been on my show. Yeah. But um I've noticed it because I obviously have to watch most of it of every episode back because I'm editing it as well. And uh, I've sort of noticed that some of the time I'll just be, I just will be very, um, very little expression on my face when I'm like listening. You know, some people sort of are very active listeners with their face. They'll copy your emotions. And if you, if if you go like, and then I was shocked and they'll do like a shocked face. Like (laughs) they don't even know they're doing it. They're just doing it. I think sometimes I just, I don't know what, why, just some fucking autism or whatever, but I, I just sit there just with a completely dead stare on my face. <laughs> like, so that's no good for masks either, because I'll be talking and you're like, you're like, is he? Because all you can hear is, <laughs> and like my eyes aren't moving and you're like, is it coming out of that guy's mouth? <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel sorry for Tanya, like she's your fucking carer whenever you go anywhere together. So, oh, well, she does. She doesn't go anywhere, so it's not a problem. <laughs> uh, well, so you, your dog, your dog really liked me. Yeah, yeah. The the Rusty, Rusty, Rusty liked her. Luna didn't. Rusty came. Rusty came around quite quick. Rusty's uh, Rusty's a little soft. He's a little hooer. He'll do anything for a for some love. But Luna, Rusty. Luna, I've got to say, is a cheeky black bugger. <laughs> <laughs> she has uh she's got little dog syndrome for definite uh yeah. and she's a she's a guard dog by nature her breed dude how, how tall are you by the way uh like five eight why because i think i always thought of you in school as being like five six or something but you you're basically the same height as me right uh yeah i think you what are you like five nine five ten five nine yeah i wouldn't i'm not a not even a micrometer over five nine. Yeah, I'm about five eight. Five, I think like five seven and a half, five eight, something like that. With platforms on. Uh, with platforms on, I'm pushing five ten, five five. But nine. I've never known you to even. I mean, five nine, five ten is that average? What what's average height? I think average height is like five seven, five eight, isn't it? Come, come off it. Average. Height. Is that what you tell people? Average height for men. Here we go. I will say in the UK, average height for men, 5'9". In America, I'm going to go 5'11", 5'10 or 11. Uh, in Albania, it's 5'8 and a half. Yeah. Uh, Australia, 5'9". Austria, 5'10 and a half. So if you're Austrian, you are inherently taller, which uh, is quite uh, amazing, really. 
Well, the men are anyway. Dude, look up Croatian. I bet Croatians is huge. Uh, Croatia. We were over there, man. All the women are just beautiful, <laughs> and all the men are just cavemen. Five eleven, Croatia. I knew it. Weirdly, Cubans five six. You gotta get over to Cuba, man. <laughs> yeah, I'd walk, walk around like a fucking king. Uh, oh, do, let's just let's bin our missuses off, and we'll go over to like Japan or something, Korea, and we'll just be like gods over there, just like the towering Western <laughs> Aryan. It, we could saying? go. We could go to India, uh, rural India. It's five five foot three and a half. Yeah. Uh, India as a whole is 5'5". Five, five. I do um, like curry. <laughs> uh, J- Jamaica's 5'7". I bet, it, I bet seven it's not great. Japan. Bet, um, sorry. Japan what? I was going to say Japan's 5'8". I think they've... Uh, yeah, but it's all sort of like eugenics in Japan, isn't it? North Korea, we'd, we'd, we'd do well in North Korea. 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> Yeah, everyone would do really well in North <laughs> Korea. That's what they say, isn't it? Uh, I'm trying to find... Uh, Montenegro, six foot. Which is fucking huge for an average I think we've got a, a, a good enough... I think that's good enough. We can, uh, I'm just saying... <laughs> don't just, need any more. I'm just trying to find... Uh, oh, United Kingdom's 5'9". I'm a little below. So, yeah, what, what I was um, getting at, though, is interestingly enough, despite, you know, having, in your view, an inch or two under the average height, you know, that's, that's up for debate. We'll have to, you'll have to produce your, uh, hustle your evidence on that one. But you've never sort of exhibited the, uh, the small dog syndrome. <laughs> I wondered where you are going with this. Uh, uh, well, yeah. Uh, what, 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 like, you think I have, you think like Napoleon syndrome, or just like a short dude, just very angry type thing. Yeah, I mean, I've found that it's not really without exception. Hi, I, but are you thinking of people like, I, I, I feel like I'm borderline average. Yeah, He's I think that's why. I think because I think of you shorter than you are is why I'm so surprised. Are you thinking of like? Are you thinking of people shorter than me? Yeah, well, oh, that, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I, I don't necessarily think of myself as short. Well, I even think people that are like average height tend to have a little short man syndrome because there's because if you look at all the guys, we're talking about every man. A lot of dudes our age are sort of you know younger you know thirty year old dudes or whatever in the dating pool if you will yeah are like tend to be tall because they're being averaged out against sort of adolescents and elderly you know and elderly dudes all bent out of shape yeah so I feel like even guys that are average height have a little bit of short man complex. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've never... I, it, my height's never really bothered me. Like, uh, you, in, in school, you were never like praying, just one more inch. No, not really. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish well, I was there a is that. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I reckon it's just because of, you know, factors around me. Like, my mum obviously smokes. So that's probably stunted my growth, hasn't it? So... 
Do you think do you think you were meant to be taller? How tall is your dad? My, my dad's taller than me. Alex taller than me as well. Hmm. Um so yeah. Maybe it was all that it was it was all that raping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm. I always think that I'm a bit like uh, broader than Alex, though. Alex taller, but I'm a bit wider. And I don't oh, mean fatter. Yeah, so, I just mean so you're in the set. You're in the same weight category there, but you're you're a wrestler. He's a striker. <laughs> He's Stefan Struve, and yeah. uh, I'm. I'm Latifi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm Daniel Cormier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, rest in peace. Uh, we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, I have nothing to discuss. Um, I did want to talk about that um video. Didn't guy. you say you didn't want to? Like, I, I was like, yeah, we can record on Sunday or Monday if you want. Because no, I was cool. I I'd, I think I'd asked if we could postpone it and get it done on the Tuesday, which is today. Because I was going to be out on Saturday, and I ended up being okay on Sunday. Um, but I, I said to you in advance, do you want to record on Sunday? And you went, no, no, I won't have time to prepare all the topics. And now you're saying you've not got anything prepared? Well, I didn't know whether I'd have watched 2.52 by the time we'd have recorded Sunday. Right. Um, and obviously that's a, a big topic. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to talk about, to get, I wanted to get a little bit political, actually. And, oh, goodness. Uh, talk about that video that I sent to you the other day that's sort of doing the rounds on social media. Um, and I wanted to have a, a little bit of a discussion about why uh, the left-wing uh, politics are, are sort of really alienating themselves against uh, moderate-minded people, I think. Well, I'm surprised. I'm surprised, Jamie. I always thought of you as quite a lefty. Uh, yeah, I'm very liberal. Very, very liberal. Um, I have a, a liberal No, I, d I didn't even... I mean, obviously, most people our age group with, like, brain cells are, are very liberal. Um, I actually thought of you as being a little bit um, woke. Oh, really? Yeah. Based on some of the conversations I mean, did, that we had. Uh, well, I think may maybe it's just because of our dynamic where I sort of... I, I felt feel like we've sort of developed this um, chemistry of I, I push, I push it and I say, you know, sort of inflammatory things and I, I'm a little bit contrary and you play the straight man for, you know, um, and you sort of go, oh, well, no, we can't. Um, you know, I, I'll sort of come out with things that I know are going to make you sort of apologise to your listeners. Or what, you're, so. what you're saying really is you intentionally try and provoke me uh, to get a reaction from me, is that yeah? But you, it's never the other way around. You're never just like coming with crazy shit. And <laughs> do you want me to? <laughs> I think we're controlled by fucking lizards, mate. David Dick is right. I yeah, should... do you get into all that stuff? <laughs> no, that guy's a fucking lunatic, man. I visited my don't tell anyone, but I visited my uh, home home, my parents' home over the weekend. Yeah. And my dad just has the uh, ancient aliens shows on just on <laughs> all day. Just Natural Geographic, that. yeah. Yeah. Uh no, that, that stuff's not for me. I'm not a massive yeah, I'm not a massive conspiracy sort of theory guy, really. Um Yeah. Which is odd because like they're not uh they're, like what history has proven that it's not without sort of 
I guess there's no smoke without fire, is there? Um, I, 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 guess. Get, I guess some of the, the the bigger, wider conspiracies, I just find a bit sort of ludicrous for people to believe. Like, them. I think the idea of a conspiracy in in general is. Uh, so I'm I'm just like I'm always going to be dubious because, you know, the the larger the conspiracy, the more people have to be complicit and like yeah, pe- people are just not capable of keeping secrets on the types of scales that a lot of these conspiracy theorists are talking about. Yeah, like the moon landing one, for example. Come on now, how many hundreds of people were employed at NASA at the time? Yeah, you're not telling me that one person's not going to come out and go. By the way, we've fucking faked it like it's uh, it's hard for me to fathom the 9-11 one sort of hard i guess like also like some of that stuff is i inherently want to see the good and like i you know i, I yeah i don't want to I don't, it's not I really nice don't. to think that there are i mean there's almost certainly a bunch of conspiracy theorists that are bang on about like very important yeah. matters but it's i mean it's it's not nice to discover that um you know to sort of well, realize yeah, like, the cynical part of you was actually on the money. Yeah, you don't really want to believe like the nine eleven ones or the London bombing ones that a government is gonna. Complicitly... Are there any that you actually? Which, which of which conspiracies that you've heard of? You're like, oh, go on then. Let's hear some more about that. <laughs> uh, I'm a bit, JFK is an interesting one for me. Yeah, the, I mean the older one, the ones that are sort of like about something that happened ages ago. I, I'm less interested in. Oh, you want new stuff? I don't know. I can't think. Have you got some in mind? I want demonst- demonstrable. You know, I want I want for the evidence to be. You can go out and find it now. I don't I don't want it to just be sort of reading ledgers and hoping that there's <laughs> enough. What about uh, what about where where do you stand on the Illuminati? The Illuminati, bro. I, I, I use the term every day, you know. <laughs> I uh, it just reminds me I watched Four Lions the other day, and it's Illuminati, a... bro. <laughs> the, the bit where he's got the fucking crow in the garden, and he tells the crow that the he needs to go to the birdhouse because it's got Jew slags in it. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking whispering to this fucking bird. Listen, you need to go and bomb him because it's full of Jew slags. It's just, oh, that film makes me cry every time I see so it. So I've just discovered with you quoting that that I'm very <laughs> unlikely to push back on any sort of uh, on any saucy material from you. I'll only celebrate it. What do you mean? <laughs> if you if I was to say Jew slags, I could imagine you going, oh, goodness gracious, oh, the, this does not represent the beliefs of any of the people involved with Serious James podcast. I, I don't um, want to get, I, this my name on this, I don't want to get sued. Yeah. There's people listening to this, I don't, I don't want to get sued. Yeah, but you just said Jew slags and then you did an impression of a Middle Eastern guy talking about Jew slags. He wasn't Middle Eastern, he's from Bradford. Where is he from originally, James? Well, that's the argument. Yeah. So, what about uh, Illuminati then? Are you in? Are you in on the Illuminati? Do you think they're real? I, I I don't even think I could explain to someone what, like, my idea of what it is. It's so vague what I even think it is. It, it, here it is. Here's how I would characterize my understanding of what the Illuminati is: um, a secret organization that permeates every. Um, human 
culture and infrastructure and politics across the entire planet with a view to directing us all towards some sort of different or new world order and that keeps their interests uh, at the top of the priority pile. Yeah, uh, yeah, roughly sums it up. There's a there. There is also the uh, Jewish people Illuminati variant as well, where Jew slags. <laughs> yeah, some people uh, believe that it's not just like some people think that Jay Z is in the Illuminati, but there are other people <laughs> that think that um, the you know Beyonce is not even uh, black; she's Italian. <laughs> she's part of the. <laughs> I heard that one time somewhere. It's a Beyonce. Um, a Beyonce like you, you said as well about David Icke thinks that the royal family are reptiles and all yeah. shapeshifters and all this shit. Yeah. I, I only use the term Illuminati like a lot of the time. If there's any sort of coincidence ever in, <laughs> in life, like someone just goes, uh, what, time did, what time did you say it was going to be? And I'll be like, quarter to 12. And they'll be like, that's what time the bus is. And then I'll go, Illuminati, bro. <laughs> Just, that, that's that's all it means to me is there's been a coincidence yeah so no we're not we don't we don't think that the illuminati uh are real um, i mean i don't even know what it is like if, if someone would, <laughs> i think it's su- such a it's such a broad concept that i think you would have to basically spell out like little parts of it like i think part of it is this that exists here and this is my evidence and then we can discuss that but just is there an Illuminati? It seems, I guess, plausible, but it depends how you are defining it. It's like if someone says, do you think there's a God? It's like, well, are you talking about a Christian God or just sort of a pantheistic sort of God is nature type of God? Or is there a sentient creator or ghosts? Some people think that there's like an apparition that takes the form of the person at the point of their death. Or are we talking about, you know, just an, an energy that is like a remnant of the person's soul, if, if you will. Um, you know, so it, it depends how you're going to define it, but I, I, no, I don't really think, I just think there's, again, with all conspiracies, there's got to be so many people involved and smart enough to like, did you ever see the South Park episode? This is the point I'll make about it where um, it was to do with nine 11 conspiracy theories no, I, I don't. I might have, but not off the top of my head. So basically, the um, the end of the episode, it, it was sort of revealed that the, it was the White House that had come up with the conspiracy theories. The the conspiracy theory being that the White House had somehow orchestrated, or in some small way, or at least um, knew about it before it was going to happen. And and then they were like, "Well, well, why the fuck would you do that? And like, make everyone think they've done this?" And then they go, "Because." We're, there's no way we're organized to do that type of shit. So we just said that we were organized enough to do it. And everyone goes away thinking, we don't know if the White House did it or not, but that, you know, the White House is, or the government is this scary, massive, really hyper, well oiled machine with incredible, um, you know, agents and top level organization. And, and they've done this coordinated, um, you know, ballet, this huge, um, do, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. massive plan. Yeah, and uh, and they were like, "Well, there's no way we're capable of all that, but we want people to think that we are." So we, <laughs> so we. That, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, I've just got a list of popular conspiracy theories here. I'm not right, going to go through okay. them all, but we'll throw. We'll it's, throw. I mean, a... it's, it's 
it's podcast gold, really, isn't it? Conspiracy theories. We'll go through. Like what, what kind of loser listens to podcasts? Probably conspiracy theorists. <laughs> we listen to podcasts all the time, man. Don't we? Yeah, we're fucking losers, lad. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go through all of them because some of them are ridiculous. Nine Eleven. We got a. Uh, do we do we think that that is you know the uh, government I mean, setting fire to their own buildings? Uh, yeah, when you hear about all this, like, no, the jet fuel couldn't have... I, I just think, no, you can't... It's like when people think that fights have been thrown. Obviously, there's a number of fights that have been thrown and they're easy to spot. But when we're talking about, you know, an MMA bout that's not in, you know, Pride in Japan or something, <laughs> you know, Cerrone throwing it in against McGregor, it's like you can't predict what's going to happen in a fight to the degree where you could convincingly sort of pull off a, a dive at some point with the slow motion there's fucking dozens of slow motion cameras and judges and a ref right in there like there's no way to do it convincingly so it's the, it, yeah well for the fighting it's the ref you've got to convince it's not just the fighters is it like it's it, like you could say to anybody take a dive in the second but yeah un unless like a, if we take ufc for example unless D dean herb or mark goddard's in on it they're not going to stop the fight if they think there's that person's Plus, not damaged. Dean no. Herb. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dean Herb probably would, yeah. Um, Herb, Herb Dean, yeah. <laughs> Dean Herb. Yeah, Old Herb Dean, sorry. Dean Herb. Goddard Marks in there. <laughs> it's brother Dean Herb and Herb Dean. Um, yeah, you'd have to convince them to... They'd have to be on it as well, wouldn't they? And that's the thing about like, like the 9-11 thing is, like, maybe, maybe the American government could pull that off. But why would they want to kill... Like they, well, get, I think get, that's besides the point. I can, def I can fathom of reasons that you would want to do it. I just um, don't think there's any way to convincingly pull it off. It's the, well, I, I'm sort of arguing it myself, but it's obviously the oil money. But then, like, just the cost of, like, the, the, th the millions and billions of dollars that they'd have had to sort of pay out in the immediate well, yeah. and then re I mean, we, we don't know loads about what the economic implications are. I, I can imagine that that there's some way to square it and you know you know you know what politics is like that they'd be like yeah well we'll have to pay out here but we'll recoup it here and yeah. this will happen and it'll stimulate things in this way and people will be giving to these charities and we can siphon those but we watch a lot of ozark obviously you know <laughs> me. me too um oh you started it uh i am on i'm on episode six of the first series absolutely slamming through it well, yeah, I started to, was massive sidebar to the original discussion. I started watching it with Kim. Kim wasn't into it. Um, so Bloody Kim. Never uh, likes anything. Uh, she said uh, she said it was boring. Incorrect. <clears throat> uh, my feelings as well. Yeah, uh, We watched the first episode and she was like, it was a bit boring. I was like, what? Loads Let's of stuff happened wait, in that so first episode. I'll, I'll guess some things that I think Kim might be into. What are we saying? I reckon she w would be into Greatest Showman. Uh, yeah, but we we as a family like the Greatest Showman. I'd love to hear from you before we get, if we're going to get back to Ozark. I'm not sure, and if you want to get back to conspiracy theories, I'm I'm easy either way. But we'll I, I have ways. been wondering um, what the shittest kids' films that your kids make you watch are. Um, what's the worst one? Yeah, ones where they, they love it, and you're like. Like secretly, you're like, mate. Paw, Paw Patrol is neither funny or well animated. Uh, I don't mind Paw Patrol. 
uh, weirdly, they're like they're at an age now where it's not shows; it's like shit on YouTube. Oh like, right, George so they... loves just watching shit on YouTube. What does he watch on YouTube? Just channels, just different different channels, and people playing Minecraft and talking about it. No, not not that. He's he's still a bit young for that. So it's... is it like te- teenagers? Um, who are like gunging each other, and it, and the and the videos are edited really crazy. Like, bah, 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 bah. you know what's going to happen next, don't you guys? Where? And then like glitter explodes. And yeah, like that. it's, it's stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. He likes Ryan's gonna, toy. That's going to rot their brains. He, he likes Ryan's toy reviews as well. That kid's made a mint, Annie. So, is there anything where the kids, you know, like either Daisy or who, like any of the kids, are watching some shit on YouTube, and then you sort of see it over the shoulder, and you're like. That's pretty cool. And then you're watching it. No. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not one thing. Not one thing, no. There's some stuff I watch on YouTube that I would assume are being watched by children. Um, like, there's this guy who goes on sim- like simulators for, you know, like Roller Coaster Tycoon, for example, and he'll just make crazy shit on simulators. So, like, there are ones where you just build, like, a business. Some of them are, are, are a bit, like boring for children i would imagine but some of them are uh you can just make an animal and then and then you can sort of dial the the years forward by like a million years and see how it evolves depending on how you change the environment and stuff just all these different types of simulations that's pretty and cool. he just i mean yeah a lot of them are quite interesting but it's it's like it's it's not done in a it's it's quite a lowbrow humor sort of way. Like he always just fucks it up and, and he's very silly with it and joking around. And there's a lot of little cutaway gags, so to speak, you know, just like little sound effect bits and, and all this shit. Uh, yeah. So, I think, know, I, I don't, all the videos I, will be called what happened if a tree grows a million light years tall. And then he just like <laughs> hacks this simulator and does that with it. I, I don't know if that'd be on YouTube kids. George has got YouTube kids, which obviously filters oh. out. He will be unable to watch uh, his dad on uh, Pretendship. Good. I don't think he should be watching that yet. One day. <laughs> one day we'll do. We'll get him in when he's old enough. I'm sure on one of the first episodes I, I made you like issue them a message or something. <laughs> yeah, I think you did, yeah. Um, uh, okay, what about Sat Sandy Hook, that conspiracy theory? Don't know anything about it, to be honest. That, that one's the toughest one to swallow, that one. So the, the conspiracy theory behind that is that the Sandy Hook uh, primary school... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Shooting. So some people think... I'm not sure. Uh, you'll have to tell me... Do you want me oh, to tell you it? I mean, well, I know that some people think that there's actors on the news reports. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a big but, one but for then I'm, So... It was I'm imagining 20... that that means they think none of it happened. Yeah, so he, Alex Jones, um, sort of was one of the biggest pushers behind the fact that the the mass shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary School was uh, faked, uh, which okay. is madness because it involves like so, six-year-old they, children. They, they killed all the children, but it, but not really. Or... Yeah, it was not real. Yeah. And so the, the, the children never existed. Never exist. No, the, the, no, the children existed, but the, the the shooting was staged, and that the the you know the grieving parents on TV are just actors. Wait, wait, wait. So the shooting. So where are the children now? Like off living in in like protected uh, custody. They believe it was a manufactured event. Uh, let me just get a quick snapshot about it. Uh, 
so the kit, the shooting was a fake shooting, or the shooting was planned by people, someone else, the government or something. Yeah, they think it was a stage for um, to pro- to promote gun control. But it was a real, real guns though. Uh, when yeah. you say staged, it's like they were just firing blanks, and then all all the kids they just sort of like got all the kids and then stuck them, you know, with fake identities somewhere else and said never tell anyone, or they actually just shot shot kids. They well. Alex Jones's theory is that it was staged by actors, so I'm not sure. All the children are actors. Yeah, I'm not sure what I'm not sure what he means by that though, because like, like you said, what what about the kids? Yeah, I don't really know what he's saying. I have to, I'd have to get someone to explain that. You're forgetting the uh, the craziest conspiracy that. When tech five, five, maybe five years ago, ten years ago, you never ever would have bet any money on making a resurgence, but now it's like more popular than maybe oh, it's the, ever been. The flat earth one. Flat earth. Are you a flat earther? Or, or do you have a brain? I saw a guy one time, um, I was out with Sutton, we were catching a <laughs> coach to London at about half five six in the morning and we went for a falafel wrap um and we're in there and i'm just like i'm feeling good it was a sunny day we were about to head down south you know for a good adventure getting a nice falafel breakfast so i'm like you know i'm i'm singing i'm like dancing i feel good and this this like massive dude came in behind me and he was just like yeah 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 he's dancing yeah he switched on and i was like yeah 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 and he's like yeah yeah you, you've got to be a flat earth around you, bro. And I was like, Haha. I just laughed because I was like, I thought he was making a joke, you know, like, I don't, I, I didn't get the, it was, it wasn't a funny joke. But I was like, oh, yeah. I thought I was laughing like, ha, no, no, I'm not retarded. And then he was like, yeah, so you are or you're not. And I was like, what? And he was like, flat earth, bro, do you know about it? And I was like, what? what do you what do i know what do you know about it and he's like you need to look it up mate i was like you think the earth is flat and then he started he was like talking about you know sort of regurg you could tell he just sort of been on the blogs or whatever and he was spitting out things he poorly understood about like the curvature of the earth and and all this shit and i i, I didn't know what to if someone just believes it there's nothing you can say to them yeah it's it's yeah like it, that that this one to me is the weirdest one because like science unequivocally proves that it isn't flat yeah it's the craziest one it's like because <laughs> a lot of them is like backed by spurious science fair you know science that is difficult to to you know do experiments with yourself or you know just things that are a little bit more for adults Flat Earth is for severely mentally ill people. Right? Gonna, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, Flat I, Earth. I, there's a whole there's a whole website like the Flat Earth Society. You should read their FAQs. Do you think that we've been visited by alien life? Um I don't know, man. Like the the I find it hard to believe that in the entire uh, space that we are the only living organism. 
Of course. Um, whether I think there's like fucking, you know, aliens as depicted in modern Hollywood and science fiction, I don't know. But I definitely feel like there's other living organisms out there in the universe. There has Without to be. Without right? question. There has to be, yeah. isn't there? Doubtless. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, but I, d- I don't know whether, you know, I'm, I'm open to the idea of there being aliens. I, I, oh, I thought of a conspiracy that maybe I am into. Yeah, go on. This will be good. I think, um, I, don't, I don't know if it's a conspiracy, but I, I think that, um, you know, Google and Facebook are, are sort of uh, organizations without moral, um, they're morally bankrupt and they're out to harvest information off us. And they probably are, you know, big companies like that, including them, are secretly surveilling us and harvesting our data without our permission. I, I'm convinced of that. Uh, well, um, I, yeah, I, mean, I think we had a discussion off air last week about like the ads that you see on Facebook. And you're yeah. like, how the fuck do they know that I was like, well, you, you had one where you were just thinking about something and it popped up. <laughs> and I had one where I was talking about something with my phone shut off. And then like 20 oh. minutes later, there was an advert for that very thing that I was I, talking I think about. They, well, I think it, it may, their argument for that would be that there's, you know, it's just sort of, that's all coincidence. Illuminati. And, and, you know, People are, people are very uh, poor coincidence detectors. A lot of people struggle. It's a pet peeve of mine that people really always think that, you know, Illuminati, whenever there's a, you know, they look at the phone and it's 11 past 11. They're like, oh, oh my God, it's always 11 past 11 when I look at my phone. You yeah, know? you're ignoring the 20 of the times that you looked at your phone and it was 20 past yes. 10 and 20 past 9. Con- like confirmation that. biases. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you, you count in the hits and you're not counting the, the non-hits, basically. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I think they would say that maybe at worst, at best, it's coincidence. And at worst, I think they would say... Uh, that it's you sort of not being recorded, but there, there are being patterns detected in your speech and sort of cross-referenced against, uh, you know, that, I don't know, man, I don't know, but. But it's like this, like, like uh, at the minute, I've got a lot of golfing stuff popping up on my Facebook because yeah. I'm, I'm watching a lot of golfing things and that sort of thing I completely understand. Facebook is recognizing me going on to a golfing video and going, oh, yeah, yeah it's golf. This is golf. This is golf. This is golf. This is golf. Yeah. Give him all well, the golf. Well, advertising is sort of the, the one that everyone goes after, everyone talks about. And, and I actually think there's more um, argument for tailoring people's. Yeah, absolutely. I, I tend to not. I, I don't. I never let any cookies or anything. I'm always like, I, I don't turn my location on on my phone or anything like. That. I'm a little. That's as tinfoil hat as I get. But you know, people are like, oh, do you want to do this Google meeting thing? You know, for something at work, and I'm just like, nope, I won't be joining that thing because I don't. I don't trust it. But advertising is not actually the main one for me. I, I think probably our screen, um, our screens could very easily be being you know i've I've heard one where um you can record people's behavior just as they google just as they're going around and you can even track what their mouse is doing as an indication of where they could be looking or or it's 
you can garner a little bit of information probably about people's physical health from how their mouse, um, how their cursor behaves. And then if you could, for example, build with all this information that you're harvesting about people, digital avatars for not only people that you like, this is Jamie Faulkner Curry's digital avatar. This is what he likes doing. This is his, this is his financial situation. This is where he's lived. Bang, 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 all this information. But even people that you know, it will start to build like a, uh, a Schrodinger's avatar, basically. It will build like person X. And, you, and this is someone that you correspond with, but it doesn't know who that is yet, but it's building information about that person. And then at the, in future, it can go, oh, person X is actually the same as person Q from Kim's life. Let's just combine them. All the information from both parties are sort of, they correlate enough that we know who this is now. And then it can do things like, this is, again, this all sounds fucking ridiculous to someone that's just tuning in, but I'm sure if there's any conspiracy theorists, they're like, yes, Peter, tell them, tell them, lad. <laughs> but, you know, you could very easily do things like if someone's cursor, for example, to go back to that example, was moving differently over an amount of time combined with whatever that person happens to be searching for, um, you could say, oh, this person has this likelihood, a percentage likelihood of having based on their age and all this other stuff and their job, perhaps they could have developed a condition. They could have de developed some sort of medical um, reason for their behavior changing like this. And then that will affect like their insurance premiums and things like that. So it's unbeknownst to you, your information's being harvested and then used to make someone else money without your knowledge. Do you know what I mean? I'm also fairly certain that's how Tinder works as well. Um, right. Because uh, I I've I've never used Tinder, never had to. Um, not as a that sounded like a brag, but it wasn't a brag. Um, <laughs> but you've never been forced into that. I've never. Yeah, I'm very lucky that I've never had to go into Tinder. But people that yeah. I know that have used Tinder, I think like um, from conversations that I've had with them, you have to use your Facebook login, or you can use a Facebook login. And right. then what Tinder does is it actually matches you with friends of friends of friends. Oh, that's sick. So, that's so like it'll come up and like you log in, it'll go, okay, Peter Hall, uh, he knows, you know, Jamie, uh, Jamie has a single uh, girl at work. Peter might be What's interested. What's called? In <laughs> I don't think I do. Not one that, uh, not one that I'd give to you anyway. Shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's how Tinder works because it's using Facebook data and it's going, yeah. okay, this person's in this social circle. They might know and this you want, person. I mean, a lot of people are just like, look, I've got nothing to hide. Have all my information. Let's, you know, tailor all my experiences to best suit me. And I, you know, I can understand that, but um, I'm just reluctant. Uh, I don't like. What have you got to hide, man? <laughs> it, I think it's more to do with um, feeling as if there's a control, a power being exercised over that over you that you didn't give permission for. I think and you, you sort you of can't predict. I think you're sort of believing in the Illuminati, dude. Since this is the Illuminati. Yeah, do you know what? I'm gonna look it up. Sounds like a barrel of laughs. I'm gonna get <laughs> get stuck in. I think there are some similarities with what you're saying, though, to what some yeah. people spout as the Illuminati conspiracy. Yeah, I just don't think there's like some people in cloaks sort of drinking baby <laughs> blood saying google to get get these guys i think it's literally just businesses trying to make maximum money possible oh yeah yeah can, they can do autonomously they don't need any 
like eyes wide shut parties to to make that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've I've seen the social network. I know what Mark Zuckerberg's like in real life. Sure, um, great film. It is a great film. So good. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Ozark. Then Ozark. Uh, <laughs> Ozark. I watched the first five episodes. I think I'm on episode six. Are you fucking loving life? I think it's fantastic, man. I think it's really good. I've. Uh, I think what happens with with me. I don't know if this happens with you. You'll have to tell me when. When I begin a series, um, I think I'm I'm all in. You know, in the way like it's like new relationship energy when I first start the yeah. series, and I'm just yeah, like yeah. voracious, just consuming it, mainlining it into my eyes, just more of it, and then. You know, maybe towards the end of season one, season two, it's you know you've really got to you've got fight to, through it. You know, yeah, you've got to be throwing some new positions at me and get a bit dirty <laughs> if you're trying to if you're trying to keep it keep it spicy. Sending you some pics while you're at work. Yeah, so then I normally get a little side piece during you know season two. So I've I just got I've just started an, uh, a different show as well in tandem. Which show is this? It's called Horace and Pete. Oh, oh yes, I've seen Horace and Pete. Uh, you've watched it, Louis C.K. Yeah, you've watched what? it. Yeah, yeah, I told you. I've told you about it. You didn't tell me about it, lad. I have. You may have told me that you watched it, but you didn't introduce me to the show. I I told you about it years ago. I promise. It wasn't out years ago. Yes, it was. It came out about four or five years ago. When it, I think I got it the week that it came out from. I, I bought it actually. I think at the time when it came out. What from Louis C.K.'s website? Yeah, yeah, it's so good. It's uh, really, then, uh, really dark, man. I love it. Yeah, I love that show, man. And I, I watched it originally ages ago. I've rewatched it since, and I'm just going for the going for the third time now. The, the three it, Pete. Yeah, it's so good. I love that there's no laugh track with it. Oh, a million percent, yeah. I can't, I can't recommend it to people enough, but it is going to be difficult for people to find because this time that I've watched it, I've had to, uh, you know, go and torrent it. It's it's, sort of, it's not easily accessed, I don't think. I think that's because he could only get it from his website, though, wasn't it? It was interesting, you know, watching it back and uh, seeing that, yeah. you know, there's... Yeah. I, I don't know if you'll remember, but he there's a, a part where he's talking about having you know brought shame on his family through his uh, yeah infidelity, but <laughs> infidelity, but that is a sexual act, and he's he's talking about you know hoping that people don't find out about this act and stuff. And I, I wondered how much he was drawing on his personal it, experience. I mean, the show feels feels very autobiographical for some reason. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure whether it is that. I you know I don't know if. It I is that it is. autobiographical, but it feels very personal. Yeah, um, he's pretty pretty good actor, you know. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Underrated. He's done a lot of serious roles, though. Um, yeah. There's some other stuff that I've seen him in where he's done like a serious role, and I'm like, oh, that's Louis C.K. I didn't realize that he could have serious chops. Yeah, really good show, man. But you're enjoying Ozark. Yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, I've just double-checked. I'm midway through episode six. Um, you, you, you left the episode halfway through? Yeah. What's yeah. going on there? Uh, just, you know, it's just it's just what I do sometimes. 
No, no, I can't. I can't co-sign that whatsoever. <laughs> well, you know, I have done that. Um, so you're just watching it, and then you just go, "Ah, oh, that's enough of that," and you just pause it. Yeah. I just, you know, uh, you know, and then I'll rewind like ten minutes, try and catch up with it. No. Do you do that with films? Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I'm thinking about it. Yeah, oh, I've done that God, with films. No. No, that's like, say, you know, you're getting down to business with Kim and then the Domino's pizza turns up, right? So you eat the pizza and then you you sort of, you'd I already done the foreplay, I you'd already, you were like fully into the sex, right? You were, you were like, you'd done this position, that position, you were getting stuck in with some toys maybe, who I don't know what you guys get up to. And then it's like, you finish the pizza, you go back upstairs and just tag back in. From the top, bang, and you just get in where you'd left off. Just like, I think you were there and your foot was up on that radiator there. <laughs> well, no, it's you not the same. foreplay again. It's not the, start s- the kissing. It's not the same. get dressed. Not the same as that. It's exactly the same. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I have, a, I have a very busy life, man. I've got other things to do. I can't just be... Watch it or don't watch it. Do some YouTube podcasts. I think I'm far easier to pause and unpause. No, I can I can do that. It's fine. But yeah, it's really good. A show a show or a film where they've the director's gotten you to a place, and this has just happened. This is just happened. It's like it's like a DJ, right? And you start off with the lower BPM, and you get and you hit with the you know some of the some of the hits in between, and then you slowly raising the BPM, and it's all crescendo at the end. You can't just jump in halfway through that. He's the boss. He tells you wh- where to feel, when to feel, what to feel. Yeah, I, you can't I, just unpause that i think having children and that i think it's fine i find it very easy to do that no you're not getting the i I can perfectly understand why it's necessary to pause it go and do kids or whatever for me i would either not return to the thing just like that's it that that's fucked now i've fucked that or I would have to go, well, I'm going to have to leave this now for a couple of months till I've basically forgotten it and then start at least that episode again. No, it's fine. I'll just pick it up another day. It's fine. It's good, though. Well, if I, if I ever make a show, then you're not invited to watch it because you won't be watching can't, it. You can't stop me from watching it. That it was intended. Uh, it's really good, though. Uh, agree. Yes, I uh, agree with what you were saying last week. It's very fast-paced. Uh, how, how many have you done series one and series two now well like you know episode nine or ten maybe on series two okay um it'd be interesting to sort of so see jason bateman's already dead <laughs> as if he'd do that to himself uh, it'd be interesting to see sort of i'm guessing I, I don't spoil it i'm guessing that they might recycle um enemies and that sort of thing as they as they I won't say a thing because what's happened with me is I went out to a party on Saturday after we'd been hanging out you did yeah and uh and it was and oh, I brought it I was like I've been watching someone ruin like, it man oh no and I said I've been watching I was like please no spoilers and everyone went oh okay and then we all spoke about it I spoke about it with four or five people and they'd all finished it, and not one of them gave a single thing away. They were, they all, went, where are you up to? And I was like, I'm up to here. And they went, oh, cool. And then they spoke to me as if that's where they had 
finished it as well. Like yeah. everyone was hyper aware of where I was up to and were mega respectful and were really good spoiler protectors, right? I've spoken to people like friends of ours, just like over WhatsApp on phone calls and shit, talking about it. They do the exact same thing. But if you if you tell people that you're watching a show, this is why I didn't want to tell anyone, someone's going to let it slip. And it was, do you know who it was? It was Philip Sutton. Oh, the prick. The prick. You're getting I, called I out like, here, lad. I'd been lulled into a false sense of security. I thought everyone's so incredible at keeping, because it's, it's so far gone now. Like, it, you know, I'm not sure when the final season came out, but I thought people are no longer excited about it. So they're not going to be throwing around these spoilers. It's not like uh, salacious in the same way Game of Thrones was. It wasn't like, yeah, did you see that? That guy died, didn't he? It's a little bit more adult than that. It's a little yeah. bit more sensible. So I feel like everyone was just, oh, nice. Don't, uh, don't you think that? And then we were just having a, you know, a mature discussion about it. So and just bold straight in. You know, admittedly, I didn't go, I'm only on this season, don't tell me. You know, I just went, oh, yeah, Ozak, and he went, oh, yeah, bang, 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 and started telling me shit. Uh, the last like, series yeah, I've not, not seen last, that yet. Thanks. The last series hasn't aired yet. Oh, hasn't it? Uh, no, there's going to be one more final series, series four, and then season, that's it. Season four. But, yeah, Sutton just went straight in with, like, oh, yeah. And he, do you know what? He, I don't want to spoil it for you, but he thought he was – helping me he it's not easy it's not as if he thought i'd finished it he knew where i was up to he was like oh what character and i said said about a character and he went oh you're gonna love what happens to that character oh no oh nice so so they didn't just die like i think that they have oh no you've spoiled it for me now well you don't you have no idea what i'm talking about and now i know someone's gonna die and they might not be dead oh motherfucker (laughs) Right, exactly. That's why you don't want to talk about it. Shit like this happens. But it's really good. I recommend it to anyone so far. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. It. I like the uh, the soundtrack's great. I love the. Um, I think was it episode three where it had that fucking banging hip hop tune over the end credits. I think it might have been. And I can't remember. I'm gonna get them on. It's good. The good. Um... Oh, maybe I'm ahead of where you're at. Oh, no, it might be. Have you heard Radiohead on one of the episodes yet? No, not yet. Okay. You uh, watch out. I, I will, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yes, uh, good. Jason Bateman did a good job directing the first two. Mate, the casting, I don't know who they got, but they need a raise. It's unfathomable. It's, yeah absolutely next level all the casting yeah everyone has just been perfect laura linney this oh my god like she everyone, is, everyone knows oh. her from truman show and it's the perfect association for you to subconsciously make in your mind uh, that's not where i think of her from actually where are you thinking of her from um love actually um okay sure and the big Wait, c but- as well there's a there's a good cocktail of like uh, past work that she's got that all sort of colour um, who Wendy is. Um, yeah. The other thing I'm thinking of is um, she did a mini series about John Adams where she played John Adams' wife and she just lulled you in as this perfect sort of housewife, didn't she? That's just mm. oh, she's so good. And so then good. just like every, everyone else in the show, like it's, it's just like it's crazy how good. And then you know some people that you'll already have met and there are people coming up that are meant to be related 
And whenever two people are meant to be related, they look like they could be related. Yeah, all the uh, all the um, the Langmores. Yeah, all the Langmores are, are so good. Like I, uh, I, I believe it's that they're real. all inbred. Yeah, yeah. You know, the only problem I had with this show, I mean, so, I mean, probably not where you're up to now, but I think increasingly so in season two, some of the characters I feel have been written to act in a way that I don't think is earned or is in a way that I think is just to push plot forward, um, which is inevitable. I'm, I'm not mad about that, but it's, it's, if I was, if I had to come up with some criticism, but I remember early on thinking that I wouldn't like the show in, in episode one. Um, cause is that where Dell is first introduced? In yeah. Yeah. One? Yeah. The cliche. I going, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. It was just too cliche. It was yeah. like, I hated the twins in breaking bad. Cause it was just like super ridiculous. Easy essay. Yeah. Yeah, well, they were much more ridiculous than Dell is. But, um, you know, just like, I just thought, like, no, not this. But I guess you have to have that. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough. settle into that tone. I mean, it's tough, isn't it? Because, like, there is a, there, we can't deny that there is a Mexican cartel that acts like that. But it just feels yeah. a tad cliche in this sort of format now, isn't it? I think it's because we only ever see that. Like, I've not, I don't think I've seen many like documentaries with interviews or anything like that. You exclusively see that type of stuff in general in films and like series and stuff. So, well, yeah, I mean, I've I've watched a lot of stuff about Pablo Escobar, and Pablo Escobar yeah. was as fucking ruthless as they come. So there definitely is, you know, a person to model that on. I, I, you know, I'm I don't think Pablo Escobar was on his own as that sort of character. Um, yeah. He killed off people that were like that. There are many ruthless, but those people aren't just Mexican or South American either. There's plenty of ruthless drug dealers elsewhere in the world. Um, it just seems yeah. that the Mexican one maybe, is... Maybe it's because Dell's like a good looking dude and he's and he speaks as if he knows he's in a film and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. He, he does a good job though. He does a good job. Um, I forgot what I was going to say now. You were going to ask about the UFC? No, it was about Ozark. Uh, yeah, I've completely forgotten it. Yeah, I, I, I thought that... Yeah, I was going to say that the first episode really just hooked me in. It was a, a good way to introduce the series. I can't believe you watched episode one with Kim and she said, no, thank you, that's boring. Yeah, yeah you know, different strokes for different folks. Um, I, get the, I get the feeling that she just doesn't... I think, like, when she wants to watch a TV show, she wants she doesn't want to have to um, think. Yeah, I think she just wants to be able to watch something yeah. she can relax with, and I totally get that. I understand that. I understand that. Like, sometimes it's like, shall we watch thing? And I'm like, no, I don't want to watch, you know, Shia LaBeouf's new, yeah. you know, heartfelt, <laughs> dramatic. Like, I just want to watch, like, The, the Wrong Missy with yeah. David Spade or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I get it, uh, you know. Um, but yeah, should we uh, should we talk UFC two fifty two? If you like, uh, did you watch it? <laughs> I watched it, man. I I didn't watch all of it. I wasn't excited enough to just like tune in for the full thing. But I watched uh, the final three. I watched. Uh, I think I skipped through the prelims, skipped through the couple fights on the yeah. mains, and watched the last three fights. The prelim, it was a bit weird, really, because the prelims weren't that great, man. Um, 
the, the I mean, women's... I like watching Felice Herrick. I just like looking at Felice Herrick. <laughs> yeah, she got. Her I can't. Arm, I can't decide if she's off, fit man. or manly. Um, or both. I, uh, um. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I've just seen some Google images. Is she hot or is it is it like too manly? With her hair not in cornrows, she's kind of pretty. I mean, mm. without question, she's got a three-inch clip. She looks like the uh, the chicks from the White Chicks, though. Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like one of the fucking <laughs> Wayans brothers. Oh, that's so bang on. <laughs> she just looked like one of the Wayans brothers in white face, but there you go. I know. Um, the Renato Souza Ashley Yoda fight was quite an okay fight to watch. Actually, they just sort of I didn't watch had, it. had a nice little standing bang. Um, should we? I'll start with Merib de Devilish. I can't get. I can't pronounce that surname. Merab Devalishvili. Yeah, um, against John Dodson. What I would say about that fight is John Dodson didn't do anything for three rounds, and it was fucking weird as fuck. Yeah, he just happily danced around the ring, not throwing strikes. Unanimous decision, though. Yeah, it was one of the weirdest fights I've ever seen. Um, um, so did Dvalil, Dval, Dvalish Let's just call him Merab. Yeah, Dvalish really did he get the unanimous decision because Dodson was just pissing about? Well, Merab was also the better fighter, but John Dodson didn't have any output, and like. It was noticeable that people were saying that as well. Like somebody, like I think somebody tweeted in saying John Dodson's fighting like a heavyweight where he's not even throwing punches, but yet yeah. he's a bantamweight where you would expect high volume. It's fucking maybe weird, he got man. injured or something. I don't know. I didn't watch. I didn't watch those first two. Uh, Gilbert Burns' brother got banged out by Daniel Pineda, which was uh, oh, yeah. all I saw was the <laughs> memes. Have of, you like, seen Gilbert the memes? Watching his brother die, <laughs> and he's just like, let him die. Yeah, yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame because his brother's obviously fighting for the title. What, what weight was that? It was at a catch weight. Oh, why? Uh, one of them weighed overweight. Uh, Herbert Burns weighed overweight. Oh, that's weird. Normally, if you don't make weight, you win, don't you? That's that seems to be the rule. Uh, not this time. He got banged out. Weird. He weighed four pounds over. I didn't. I don't even think I've seen it. I'll go and watch that TKO. Was it a good one? Yeah, it was good, man. He finished him off really well. I always like it when it's elbows as well. Just fucking brutal. Uh, and then obviously oh. R- Rosen strikes Junior dos Santos. Yeah, I was impressed with that. Rosen strikes back in the mix at heavyweight. JDS looked great as well. I he thought. did, yeah. The mustache suits him. Um, yeah, and just like he looked fast, it was crazy. He looked, he looked really like um, uh, I don't want to say slim because he's fighting a heavyweight. He looked as good as he's ever looked, sort of body wise. Yeah, I was like, I was like, um, he's looking sick. Uh, and yeah, it didn't look the worst fighter. Just Rosen has got hammer hands, man. Because the shot, scary, that, the shot that knocked him out, it didn't really look like he really clipped him that much. Yeah, it didn't. It wasn't like a power. It was more of a, a jab. Um, and that heavyweight division, you can understand why Jones needs want is wanting to come up now because there's a there's a bunch of heavyweights knocking about. 
Uh, yeah, I was just about uh, to say that heavyweight division's heating up, and the light heavyweight division just seems to be sort of fizzling out. As I, I want, I thought um, Jones and Reyes should have had a rematch. Well, I think uh, Jones tweeted something today actually because someone said that, and basically what he said is, "I've spent ten years at light heavyweight beating everybody they've put in front of me. Why would they do it one more time when when I don't need to?" And I get well, it. I I, th- I think Reyes won that, and I. And I, in a way, you could say he's running off from his toughest fight. You could say that, but I, I don't know if I would say that if it, if in the fact that he's going to go to heavyweight and fight Stipe, Francis, even Rosenstrike. I hope aren't... he's not. I hope he doesn't leapfrog everyone. Like he doesn't deserve a title shot straight away. Well, th- those are the rumors. Those are the rumors. It looks like they're going to do uh, Reyes uh, versus Jan. Uh, no, th- consider Francis Ngannou's last few appearances sparking heavyweights out. John Jones scrapes a decision at light heavyweight and then he just jumps to the top of the heavyweights. That, no, not fair. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not saying, but when has the UFC ever been done unfair? Plus, I actually think Francis is as marketable as Jones right yeah. now. Uh, yeah, I get it, but Steve Pace already beaten him once. Yeah, it's grudge match style. And I, I think he will do a lot better as well now. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. I, I I think the money fight is Jones, though, if he was Stipe. Yeah. It's just definitely... don't like John Jones, man. <laughs> What's your beef with him, man? He's the greatest like UFC him. fighter of all time. Mm. <laughs> all right, okay. The pillock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not denying that, but... Um, uh, yeah, so Rosenstrike, that, yeah, I mean, what's his next fight? I guess if you're going to do Stipe Jones, then I guess Rosenstrike and Garnu is the rematch, but I don't think Garnu's got anything to gain from that. Mm. He's in a bit of a weird spot, Rosenstrike, now. Um, what did you make of uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley? I'm devastated for our boy. <laughs> the poster boy um, on the Serious James podcast. I think he was a bit soft about how he handled it, but um, I can understand because his hype train's derailed now. But he's young, you know, and uh, and I think, like you know, so Enganu right got battered um, by Stipe, and then he came back, had some spectacular finishes after that, and now he's back up, back up for a title shot. Yeah, Obviously, O'Malley's not in the same position because he wasn't fighting a you know a, a top ranked guy, but he was doing really well. He's still going to be mega famous. He's still got all these different platforms that he's crushing the game on. I think he had it. it although it was you know a decisive win, there there is a little bit of an asterisk for a lot of the fanboys. So I think he he's perfectly capable of just like coming back and and being like as big as ever next year. There's does this fight not sort of like when I watched it, I thought this is what happens when you're sort of chatting shit about other fighters. Like I yeah. sort of feel like this is just desserts, isn't it? Like you're, he's too busy focusing on trying to make a name for himself, trying to get that number to his name and trying to get, you know, in and amongst it in the title. And then this, this sort of, this is karma coming right back around. Like, this is I what happened. I think he did the perfect job of promoting. I don't, I don't think I would go back and go less time doing all that shit and more time in the gym. I think one idea, I don't think these are mutually exclusive ideas. I think he's done 
an incredible job of promoting himself. And it is because of exactly how he's been acting that he'll be back uh, in a big way. If he hadn't promoted himself in the way that he had, and then he lost in that exact same way, he's not going to come back and, and, and get the same level again. And he will be able to now because of the hype that he brought with him. So yeah. I wouldn't have told him to do it any differently. Yeah, I guess so. But like, this is, I think it's more of a mental aspect though, isn't it? Like, his focus wasn't in them. He, he's, he's gone into that Marlon Vera fight thinking, I'm going to wipe the floor with him. And I, d- I, I don't, he, he never said that. I don't know. I, I mean, he's I mean, told, guessing that. Because he's talking about Cody Garbrandt at taking the fight at Flyweight and saying. He also, he also said he's not looking past Vera. He said, like, Vera is the toughest opponent I've faced. He said, everyone else, I've felt very confident over that I'm going to smash. Vera has actually got some skills. Like I, he obviously thought he was going to win, but every fighter thinks they're going to win unless they're like Justin Gaethje. <laughs> Why? What does Justin Gaethje not think he's going to win any Gaethje's fight? He's got on record saying like he goes in thinking the other guy's going to win. <laughs> I love that guy Isn't so that? much. I yeah, can't wait for that. that fight, man. That's going to be a great fight. Oh goodness! Um, and then yeah. Stipe Cormier. Uh, I've rewatched it. Uh, Steel pick. Uh, I rewatched it to score it again because I was a bit uncertain on the night. Yeah. So, did you have it two two into the fifth or three one? So, since rewatching it, I had it three one going into the fifth. Oh yeah, I can see that. Uh, I'm not mad either way. I had Cormier round one. Uh, Stipe round two, literally only just. just. Just, yeah. the last 10 seconds of that fight. DC was winning that round, you know, until yeah. the end. It's the last 10 seconds. That's what I've got. 10-9, for 10-9 each there, right? So then that's 19-19. Then yeah. Stipe takes the third again, only just and mainly because of the clinching and the fact that Cormier yeah. wasn't having any output. Um, and that's when yeah, I, he blinded. I think Stipe definitely got the 10-9 because I think DC came out all fucked up after round two. And I think that was maybe Stipe's best round, I thought. Yeah, none of the, I, I didn't score any of the rounds 10 eights. Um, yeah. Stipe. Uh, incredible that DC had like a good round four. You're not impressed with that shit, though. Yeah, I mean, that's the next thing I know, moment on my I know you, you thought that like Stipe won that round, right? But. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't you, a 10 You have to respect though. what DC came with. The only reason. I think Stipe wins round four on, and not just on my scorecard, but on two of the judges' scorecards, is yeah. because of the clinch work that he did. I think output right. output wise, they sort of matched themselves strike wise. Stipe had some good shots. DC had some good shots. Stipe did some work to the body. Uh, DC was doing um, head damage. So I think. Striking wise, I think they were fairly matched in round four. I think the only say, reason... but, but was it volume Stipe, but like you know, significant damage well, DC in round four. Interestingly, DC had the higher output in round four. All right, but I think I've scored it, you know, Stipe, and I think the two judges have done the same. It's because of the fact that he had him in a dominant position in the clinch, yeah. which you could argue. Either way, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, yeah, like yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily think that he did damage in the clinch or that he was. But personally, I, I did have it two-two going into the fifth. 
I can see that. I I think the only I think I, the I don't understand the judging as much, so I'm just going off sort of like instincts on who it feels like is winning, but obviously you can sort of game the judges a little bit. Yeah, so I I think I think I I'm going by this. I think having looked at how the judges have scored the rounds, I think they've given that one to Stipe only because he was in uh, clinch. He had DC up against the cage in a dominant position in the clinch. Um, I think the judges see that as octagon controlled. They also see that as a dominant fighter in a dominant position. You could argue the fact that he didn't really do much with it, but he was still in control of the fight at that point. I think that's the only reason that he, they gave him round four. And then obviously round yeah. five was Stipe as well. Um, All the way. Yeah. It's unfortunate though for DC because the eye poke where Stipe nearly fucking blinded him, um, yeah. which was uh, just a cl- class piece of irony that DC's walking oh, around to Mark Goddard just saying, wonderful. he's fucking blinding me. He's fucking knuckle deep in my eyeball. And I'm sat there going, dude, you did that for two fights against him and you did it to him earlier in the fight. Like what are you talking oh, about? It was be- It could not have played out any better. It happened repeatedly in the first, Fight. The first, the second fight, dude. This fight took a year to organise because Stipe had eye problems. Right, and then even after all that, even though everyone, that was what all the memes were about going into it, all the jokes, all the all the questions, everything, even before the fight was about DC being a cheating cunt and he's always throwing out <laughs> these eye pokes and we need to change the gloves and all this shit and like, is Goddard going to take a point away straight away? Is there even going to be a warning? All this shit. Even just just off all that, if it had got poked in the eye, it would have been like sweet. But he made sure just to put the final little bit of <laughs> did it in round one, a little cherry, and he did it in round one, <laughs> so that everyone was like, "Fuck this guy!" I hope his eyes fall out of his head. Right? I mean, so when Stepe threw that, he could have literally grabbed the back of DC's head and gone, "Have this in your eye!" Bang! And shoved his fucking middle finger right in his eye, and I would have clapped. <laughs> I- I, but then you sort of see him coming out in round four and you see the state of his eye and you go, Jesus. Like the uh, yeah. fact, I mean, the fact <laughs> that, he, you, that he nearly won round four with one eye incredible, is incredible. Because, yeah. yeah, to be honest, I was thinking like, I, I, I was actually, I was hungover in bed. I was watching it on my phone and I'd just been sort of, I thought I need to, I, I was thinking maybe I should watch this later, see who's going to, if any mates are going to watch it on Zoom. Maybe I can watch it with Tanya when I get in, whatever. And I thought, I've got to watch it now. Otherwise, I'm going to pass back out and I'm just going to be lying in this bed all day, right? So I'm going to watch it to get my adrenaline going, get me out of bed. So I hadn't spoken yet for the whole cat. Everything I'd watched, I'd just been in silence on my side, stroking my cat sailing with one hand and just holding the phone with the other hand. And then the first... The first word I spoke that day was when when DC got poked in the eye, and I went, "How does it taste?" <laughs> and like the, I I would have I'd have given him more respect if he took it like a champ, if he had just taken it and gone, "Okay, that's okay, that's just dessert." But exactly. it's the fact that he's just going, "He's fucking poked me in the eye, man. You're just gonna let him poke me in the eye." And then when he sits down and he says, "That guy just went knuckle deep in my eyeball," yeah, and I think. I think he must have known. I, could, I think I got the impression from him that he actually would have complained more, but you could tell in his mind, he was like, fuck, I wish I hadn't poked him in the eye so much. Else I could probably, 
have I'd have more leverage right now. Yeah, but then he still comes out in round four and nearly nearly wins the fight. It's mad. Yeah, I was well impressed. Um, I hope his eye's okay because his eye looked absolutely fucked. Yeah, I think Ariel Hawani said that he had like a detached cornea or something. Goodness gracious. Which isn't great. And I think um, he said that Sean O'Malley might have had some like ligament damage. Sean O'Malley's not got anything wrong with him. He's just got a bruised ego. Five quid on it. Do you, do you think that... Um, do, do you think that it was a Marlon Vera kick that did the damage? Uh, it could very well have been, yeah. I, I didn't watch it back too intently, but I think things like that sometimes are set up, like those types of injuries, those types of problems and medical, you know, phenomena um, can arise from injuries sustained that you've not you've not even been able to, like, you, sometimes you're not able to determine what the cause is. Um, and, you know, it just, you see a kick and you don't realise that it's done damage. So I could easily see that Vera's, you know, kicked him in the leg. You know, he's checked a kick maybe. I don't know. I can easily see that. It's sort of like, I think, I think that the universal opinion is that Marlon Vera did some damage. But yeah, like the kick must have been like 20 or 30 seconds before. So it must have been really delayed. Um, yeah, I don't, that's not that delayed, is it, though? 20 or 30 seconds, well, well, yeah, less than a minute. It feels like a long time in the UFC. Um, Dude, just... I, I got knocked off my bike a couple of years ago in Tilsley, and I flew in the air. I was cycling, push bike. A car hit me. The, car, the bike exploded. I'm flying through the air, slamming to the ground, and then uh, I jumped pop up and I'm like oh my god I run over to the car like I'm so sorry oh my god I don't like all oh, this shit you know just trying to make sure they're okay and she, this woman's in shock and uh pick up the pieces of the bike and get going and I, I actually went right I think it was no way actually it was uh it was DC and Stipe 1 I think that w- it was that night um, so I went around to Darby's house and we're, I'm just eating ice cream and uh, I'm going oh bloody hell I feel a bit dinged up I just kept saying Oh, I'm a bit dinged up. I'm dinged up, and I just had like a, you know scrapes and bumps on me or whatever. Um, watch this UFC. I go home to bed. In the night, I dream that I'm be- that my skeleton's been electrocuted, <laughs> and I open my eyes and I scream <laughs> and I look at my arm and my arm is swollen badly and I can't move it. And all day I'd just been like chilling, watching fights and just like as car- I, you know, I, I was like eating ice cream and just like carrying on as normal, and then it took like 15 hours or something for my arm to realize that it was broken. Jesus. So, so it's very easy. Well, yeah, it just only be 20 or 30 seconds later. Yeah, it just feels like a long time in the UFC. Uh, DC has a torn cornea. Oh, which sounds fucking painful. Tornia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Johnny bones has, well, I've, got, I've got so little, I've so little sympathy for DC. Yeah. If it were, because they're all, they're all accidental. Yeah, you could argue, you know, no one intentionally is like doing eye poking and stuff. I don't know if I believe that because it has been an awful lot, and you do see other instances of him cheating with the towel to make weight. You know, that's not fair. You're not allowed to fight someone unless you've gone through, put your body through the same um, things to get to the same weight as your opponent. So, you know, this is for me no worse necessarily than taking steroids. 
you know, you take steroids and you've got a better chance of hurting your opponent. So it's it's really unethical to do. I think cheating to make weight is similar. So we know that he's definitely a cheater. So that does throw into question whether or not all of these eye pokes are accidental. But even if they are accidental, so is fucking running someone over when you're drunk driving. <laughs> but you chose to drink and go and get in your car, didn't you? So DC is rolling around with his fucking Frankenstein fingers poking out like, not thinking it's a big issue, then you get a torn cornea and I say, how does it taste? <laughs> it's not nice, is it, DC? feels very personal. Um, yeah, well, John- this, this is because my girlfriend loves Stipe, so... Um, Johnny Bones has vacated his light heavyweight championship. Yeah. Um, just as official news, so... Uh, Dominic Reyes and Jan Blakowsk, uh, Blakowskiewicz, Blakowicz. Uh, that'll be the like heavyweight thing, and I think it cool. remains to be seen what happens with Johnny Jones. I think he moves up to heavyweight fights. Maybe Rosenstrike would be a probably good one, and then takes on Stipe for the belt. I think he probably wants a tester at heavyweight before he goes for the belt. Because this is he, what happens? He does he does the tester at heavyweight. And then he embroils himself in some legal troubles <laughs> and he's out. That's what happens. Well, I think if you're him, you want a tester, don't you? You don't want your first fight at heavyweight to be the title, and especially if it's your first court. Oh, I think he him. should try and go for He should not settle for anything except the title because he's not going to get there. He's going to be too old to fight for the title. Stipe is going to be gone by the time he gets back from fucking, I don't know, stabbing a guy or whatever he's going to do next in the next few months. <laughs> well, I mean, he's... What is it? Oh, you mean that Stipe's only got one more fight left in him, probably? Um, no, maybe he's got two or three fights, but you know, Jones is going to be out for two or three years with whatever shit he pulls. You only think you, you're not even. That's not even fact. That's that's it's theory. Essentially, fact. It's not, <laughs> what it remains to be seen. Um, Come on now, behave that, yourself. That heavyweight division is looking tasty, though. It looks yeah. Uh, heavyweight used to be like full of fucking. It used to be the worst division. Just used to be the worst division. Now it's uh, now it's marketable. Now it's watchable. The light heavyweight division is probably going to suffer a little bit. Yeah, it's not looking good right now. No, but you know that is. And then the the next big big fight is uh, is is our boy Izzy. When's that? Against Paolo. When uh, is it though? That's the 26th of September and it's been confirmed today that it's going ahead. Nice. Okay. Which, what a fight that is. Yeah. The roids of Paolo Costa. Versus... Potentially underrated though. I mean, everyone calls him the juice monkey, but... Because <laughs> he looks like a juice record. monkey. Um, the record. Yeah, but you know, not not to take anything away from him. What do you uh, what do you think? Has he got has he got a chance? Uh, I don't think that he wins. No, but you know, he has got a chance. A puncher's chance. Yeah, because we. I mean, is he got fucking beaten up by Kelvin Gastelum? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a bit of a way. Like he'd been stung by bees <laughs> after that fight. It's a bit of a bit of a weird fight this one because I'm not sure what to make of him going into this fight because uh, that Kelvin Gaslam fight obviously was a fight for the ages then he 
dismantles Robert Whittaker, albeit what we now know is a a, a one-handed Robert Whittaker or a Robert Whittaker that was carried an injury or, for lack of a better word, the motivation to fight. Sure. And then he had the fucking weirdest fight in the history of the UFC versus Joel Romero. Yeah. So I'm not really sure what to make of his like his credentials uh, as the middleweight champion aren't, aren't uh, for me aren't like sort of verified. Yeah, his, I feel you. You know his his last four high profile fights, the Anderson Silva fight didn't look like he really like that was just a, another weird fight as well, wasn't it? Where like, yeah, he's not sort of pro- proven beyond all shadow of a doubt that he's just like the most gifted striker in the world. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see what happens because like, what we know about Costa is he will happily just stand in there and fucking trade with you. And um, I bet he can take some punches as well. Well, uh, the uh, it was a year ago. It was two Yesterday, it was a year since the... Yo Romero Costa fight and BT Sport put like a little highlight clips package out on their Twitter. Jesus yeah. Christ, what a fight that was! Yeah, and I mean, uh, Romero's not really known for just like sparking dudes out, but I bet it's not fun to get hit by him or <laughs> <laughs> wrestle fucked by him as well because he was fucking throwing him around as well, man. Yeah, so yeah, but yeah, it's a good fight. On I'm paper. excited for it. It's a good one, and then I think the next biggest one after that is the uh. Is uh, Justin Gaethje? Oh, I'm so buzzing for that fight. I hope it happens. Uh, I think Habib Habib said it was either yesterday or today. He said like he doesn't know how his father's death is going to uh, affect his training, and he, and he can't tell for sure yet whether it's going to sort of have an adverse effect or not. So I think I also read that he's gone to Dubai to sort of set up a training camp there as well. I'm not sure where the fight's going to be. It's not been announced. Um, it'll be there. It'll be in Dubai, do you reckon? Yeah, just for the Muslim fan base. Um, well, apparently another rumoured fight for that card is Zabit versus Yair as well, which that'll be a fucking insane fight. Didn't I hear... And they tried to book that, and, and then like Yair pulled out or something. He yeah, was injured. it was meant to be UFC Fight Night One Seven Five uh, later yeah. on this month, but yeah, he's pulled out. So apparently, it's been rescheduled for that card. That's yes, man, stick the beat on that. <laughs> stick Chimaev on the card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get all of the muzzies on there, kid. <laughs> uh, Shall we go back to the uh, left-wing politics debate? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'll be on the Muslim side. I, l- I love a bit of all that crowd. Uh, Alhamdulillah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, cool. Well, it's been emotional, man. We've done the full gamut tonight. We've done conspiracy theories, uh, Illuminati, bro. We've talked about two <laughs> slags. We've, uh, we've done a lot. Uh, yeah. For anyone who's that was out of nowhere as well, we just came up with conspiracies out of nowhere. Uh, as well, yeah, we? well, I was we were meant to have a discussion about that video, weren't we? That I sent you about that dude getting sparked out. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I don't we'll, think anyone wants to hear our views on that. To be honest. Well, yeah, you know, I was just about to sort of say that the the left wing have gone fucking bananas with their. I, I could I could probably distill it down to me saying what I said to you. All I see is a video of 
some white idiots arguing with some black idiots on a train and then loads of people posting loads of idiots online posting the videos celebrating physical violence yeah it's not great and i guess sort of like the acclimatization to violence that the sort of left wing have sort of built up over the last couple of years is sort of getting very frightening as well now like literally i thought you could just have freedom of speech but you can't if you say the wrong thing you'll get sparked out and I, honestly i'm not trying to defend like some racist guy that guy's a fucking mong right what are <laughs> yeah, you doing man yeah <laughs> also you like think, you know i watched that and thought that guy's clearly pissed like he's sure he, he, he doesn't look like he's either he's high he's looks like he's on drugs or he's drunk or something like i mean he was he he was asking to get sparked out. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, grant yeah. that. I'll he grant was, that for sure. But he, for me, if if it had been sparked out and then everyone was, here's the correct response to the guy. You go, what a fucking idiot this guy! Like, just don't engage with him. Everyone's trying to engage with him and shit. Like, the guy's just a muppet. Just don't speak to him. Then the correct correct reaction after someone punches him, and I totally understand why the guy punches him. How how about it? Do do a punch if that's how you want to live your life, right? Not me. I'm not trying to punch anyone. But when the guy drops, everyone should have been shocked, right? Oh, no. Now it's gone even worse. First it was an argument. Now it's violence. But everyone was, like, laughing and clapping and saying, leave him on the floor. He's racist. Like, the yeah. guy's just been fucking sparked out. Yeah. Ambulance. Yeah, it's, it's horrible, isn't it? Because, like, like, ultimately, at the end of that, like, I watch that and think, that guy's an idiot. He's... The, you know, karma has come around and bitten him in the ass, but now yeah. ultimately he's the victim because, like, the dude hits him and he looks like he's dead afterwards. And <laughs> I'm, I'm, knock <laughs> the fuck out! <laughs> like he looks dead, and like I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve it. What he's, if you spout racist nonsense in public, you know you are going to get what's coming to you. However, yeah. I don't... I well, it doesn't make violence right, though. No, that was my next point. Like, that isn't the solution to racists. The, like, the solution to racists isn't just, like, let's fucking knock them out. Because Let me ask you this, then. Can I ask you a, a sort of similar question? Yes. Just because a girl dresses a certain way... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does not mean that it's okay. Of, it's, there's rape. no... Ch- of course it doesn't mean that. No. However. Oh, God, yeah. You know, if you're a girl, why don't you maximise your chances of not attracting sort of threatening attention and just, you know, just just don't don't take the piss now. Come on. Yeah, I guess that's two separate arguments, though, isn't it? Because, like, you know, like, you should be allowed to wear what you want without fear of being... Like, hey lad, you should be allowed to go to the Etihad with a Man United shirt on, but if you get sparked out while you're there, I'm yeah, not going to be like flabbergasted, am I? Yeah, I guess, but that's <laughs> yeah, but I, I guess the sort of tricky situation you get into by saying, you know, oh, don't wear that is like ultimately like that's sort of you're, you're pinning the blame on on the woman when like it, it isn't apples for apples. Like what he's he is spouting. Fucking, he is in. He he knew full well what he was doing, and he was creating, uh, you know, that opportunity to come. And I think ultimately he wanted that to happen because it fuels his debate, it fuels his yeah. argument, and it proves that he's right. Ultimately, you watch that and think, 
he he says black people would are Would you violent. not be doing this, man? Would you not be in there going, hey, man, shut up. You're going to get twatted. But then I'd also turn to all these people that were engaging with him and going, why are you, why are you even talking to him? Just fucking don't look at him. Yeah, but, you know, to play devil's advocate to that, like, you, you, like we shouldn't just be... That's the sort of attitude that's gotten us to the place that we are where we, we don't acknowledge what people are saying. We just sort of hide it. And ultimately, you, you do want to be able to call someone out for saying it. But in the same respects, like, I am also conscious that the guy was fucking nuts. So, like, what... Yeah, what, it's what, not, it wasn't a debate, was it? It was a, a, yeah. sh- a shouting match on a train. Like, it's not yeah. going to do anything. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, like, that video's gone viral. And to the to the people that want to believe that black people are violent, they look at that video and think, oh, yeah, black people are violent. Look, he's just punched that guy. Right. Which doesn't yeah. help. Which doesn't help anybody recording it, and it doesn't help the conversation of you know. Yeah, I just think everyone involved, every single human I saw on that video. It's a shit look for everyone, bit. isn't it? Apart from the guy that <laughs> ran over to him to try and shake him back to life. So, yeah, the one person that was went for the recovery <laughs> position, I was like, right, someone who actually is a human. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's a bad. But then, like. I feel like this is becoming more common though, isn't it? Where like the left wing are becoming more acceptable with violence as a force. And like, I don't know if that, you know, is that, I don't think that's okay. You know, some people would, would argue that, you know, it's the only way to go about affirmative action well, dude, in, in the far left community, they would say that s- certain words are acts of violence and, and things that you might say to someone is assault. So in their mind, they're not even crossing a line from words to, you know, violence. Which is, yeah, if, you know, I feel, I've, yeah, I feel as a sort of liberal person that does identify with the left that I find myself sort of, distancing myself with some of the left-wing views and that that doesn't that doesn't feel comfortable with me because i showed you that i I shared that video of the basketball thing didn't i and yeah that that thing is just it's just gonna happen more often so for those who haven't seen it it's um it's a it's a comedy video some guy's got a t-shirt on that says left wing some guy's got a t-shirt on that says right wing and they're picking sides for the basketball team and there's three dudes there and first of all they want to go to the left wing because that's where their ideological views are as you know mine and peter's are but then the left wing starts spouting nonsense and starts you know looking up twitter from three years ago and saying you know that they use the incorrect pronoun and that they've not tweeted that women need more jobs in the tech community and ultimately the premise is that the left wing is alienating its own members and forcing them into the right wing which i mean if we're talking modern politics is a massive problem over here with um, the conservative party and the uh, Republican party in America, because the liberal, more liberal minded people don't, you know, they don't have a, a clear choice as who to vote for. I mean, look at, you, you look at the, uh, the Democrats in America, uh, Joe Biden's the presidential nominee, but, I don't know if anyone could look at him and say he's a poster boy for the left wing. He's not. He's more of a centrist point of view. 
and there's just a lot of infighting in the the left more than the right and i think it's doing more damage than good at the minute politics 101 with serious james uh yeah so uh 10 minutes later after not wanting to talk about it we've talked about it so there you go well it was essentially the whole podcast was <laughs> attempting to talk about that video with about an hour and 20 minutes <laughs> of digression in the middle it's all killer and no filler baby uh yeah that's it from from me that's it from peter as well i'm gonna quit but yeah if everyone wants the expert opinions on politics every every week <clears throat> tune into serious james no i know i don't i'm not proclaiming to know a lot about but i have my own views and these this podcast is my own view and my own opinion and uh, i i am saddened for my children that they're going to grow up in a world where the current state of affairs just doesn't seem to be helping anybody um it'll it'll be okay man people at their core want to be happy and connect and and there's problems right now to do with i think teething problems to do with social media having just become massive in the past decade or so and i think we'll grow out of it and we'll look back on this time and laugh and you kids will be better than we ever were well, Elon Musk will have invented his mind-reading technology by then, won't he? So, fantastic. We'll all be able to. There'll be no. You won't be able to lie to anyone, and we'll all be able to read each other's minds, which uh, will make politics much easier. So there you go. Uh, Wait. That's it. We'll be back next week, probably, maybe, definitely. Um, if you've not yeah. checked out the Premier League show with John John Armitage. Make sure you do. We've got a cool little new game that we play every week. Um, uh, hopefully, we everyone you know get involved with that. Um, uh, and that's it from me. And I will see you on the flip side, suckers. 